Welcome back, you guys. Nice to see you. This is uh, Richard Sachs from Lost Arts Radio. And we're back here with our show on Dialogues with Gabriel Cousins. And before the uh, broadcast started, we were talking about the scope of the attack against humanity and what is the remedy for all of it. So since our time is short, let's jump right into it with Dr. Cousins. Welcome, and uh, thanks for being here. Appreciate it very much. It's always a joy to share with you and and share wisdom with you uh, to everyone. So I'm very pleased to be here, as usual. So that being said, um, we're going to take a look at the overall kind of synergistic picture. Uh, I call out the self-inflicted Satan uh, focused uh, dream of human ex- extinction. That's pretty broad. Okay? So we're going to talk about it in a variety of ways. I, I think uh, we don't want to see it as single issues. It really needs to be seen as a synergy of what's going on. And once you see that, then you can, you can begin to develop a synergistic approach Right. Uh, to counteract their extinction protocols. So and just so everybody knows what you're talking about with synergy, different elements working together, right, for this, for a common effect. Yes. And we must work together for a common cause synergistically to turn this around. Right. Play with words. So... We're going to dance to get that spirit of joy going, which is part of how you come to all this. Because the case is not hopeless. The situation is very good. But it looks a little hopeless right now. It isn't. So after that, we do a, if you don't have a mantra, we have a way of focusing for meditation. Yoda, then breath, hand, now breath. Wa, and then breath, hand, now breath. Yod from the base up to the heart, hail to the heart. Wa from the base up to the third eye, and then hail to the heart. And you keep repeating that until your mind's quiet. Then you're in meditation. So that's what we're talking about. But we'll start with a little bit of dance to kind of get the spiritual joy going. And it opens up our heart and our minds. So we'll dance for a few minutes.
Okay. It's a meditation. Just focus on my eyes. Let the energy come through.
slowly come out of meditation. Okay. So as we come out of meditation, let's take a look at what's up. Okay, I just have to get the shirt straight here. Okay. Okay, so I started the idea, as I suggested, that we have kind of, and I'm going to say self-inflicted, deranged satin, deranged kind of human extinction protocol. So what am I talking about? Well, let's start with some simple ones like thermonuclear war. You know, we can't seem to even negotiate not moving in that direction. You know, we had the Cuban crisis and they were talking to each other back and forth and they worked it through. This is not getting negotiated. The West is not being open to, as far as I can tell, the West is not open to negotiations. And they're like pushing and pushing. Um, I don't want to go into the whole Ukraine thing, but NATO has surrounded Russia and Russia is finally pushing back. But this was all predicted years ago. Uh, And that's all I want to say. So we're pushing in that way. Now let's take 5G. Well, we think it's the greatest thing going. Yeah, except it's not so great for your health. It affects your mental state. It affects your physical state. It increases the rate of diabetes. I've been working and um, working on a book right now of of, uh, with David Wagner of how do we neutralize 5G. Now we can neutralize it. And we're looking at uh, ways to neutralize it in our cell phone, ways to keep the 5G from coming through our windows into our house, certain clothing to wear, certain creams to wear that actually have in it with certain particles that are able to diffuse the 5G. Um, and what's up on my website is actually 4G towers. We, we, we show using certain things that you can go right up to a 4G tower and not be affected. Um, whereas without it, at 120 yards, you're affected. Now, 5G is more powerful. And they're using a lot of unpublished frequencies. So we're in the midst of doing some research of how we do because 5G also amplifies, amplifies COVID. So we saw that in Milan, Italy. We also saw that in Wuhan. They introduced 5G. And the COVID almost at the same time, and they had very, very serious negative effects um, that were, again, a synergy. So we're looking at 5G as a problem. Uh, We're obviously working at the bioweapon issue, and I think it's coming out that this research is actually sponsored by the Department of Defense. and it actually does create the injection, a decrease in mental functioning. Just look around, people who haven't been vaccinated, you see the people who have been vaccinated, there's a drop in mental functioning, and that's noticeable 
all over the world. Uh, uh, and also middle functioning, lack of judgment, lack of clarity, um, really lowering the IQ because the brain is inflamed with the spike proteins. It just isn't going to function so well, and it gets worse over time. So that's another thing that's going on, okay? Now we're looking at global famine. So now we have nuclear war, 5G, bioweapon injections, and they're also talking, the rumor is, I don't know for sure, no one does, well, somebody does, but uh, that we're looking at avian flu H5N1. Uh, and we're looking at ways already to, to begin antidoting that, but that, that is much more, much, much, much more deadly than the COVID. So that's another thing we're working on. And of course, you want to build your immune system in a variety of things, but we haven't worked out about a specific antidote. Um, literally, we have a homeopathic antidote for um, COVID, and, and anyone who took it didn't even get COVID. Okay, we know that we can we can do that. We just have to figure it out. But from that, we're also looking at global famine. <clears throat> you know, the war in Ukraine, Ukraine is a, was a huge breadbasket, and now uh, they're estimating it will take them 20 years before they can even get up to where they were. And uh, basically, it's close to zero in terms of their production. And then we also have, <coughs> hold on, the same thing happened in the Netherlands. All the farming is being shut down. And let's make it a little worse. They're, you know, blocking the fertilizer uh, sales from Russia so people can't really fertilize their farms and the natural gas. So, okay, now, another vector, depleted uranium. I don't know if people understand that they were using that in Iraq as well. And depleted uranium causes a, a great increase in cancer, heart disease, stroke, and diabetes as well. And if it gets on the soil, which is where this is going to go, because I don't know what else they're going to do with the depleted uranium, you're actually destroying and contaminating the soil so that things can't really be grown unless it's going to be radioactive. Um, so... We got the depleted uranium. We got the farming, and depleted uranium really does decrease mental functioning as well. Okay, it's because it gives you radiation sickness, but it's not really depleted, is what I'm saying. It's not, it's just not as radioactive, um, and. So we're looking at that. We're looking, as I say, we have 80% of the population taking the bio-injection uh, weapon with cognitive decline plus depression, apathy, and mental confusion. Um, and we're also talking about an epidemic of uh, obesity and apathy, and there's just no way getting around it. Obesity shortens your lifespan greatly increase, significantly increases your rate of diabetes and cancer and heart disease. Um, and then we have the poison food and water supply. We have the atrazine, which has the ability to turn male frogs into female frogs that can have babies. So 
We haven't exactly seen that happen, but I think we can add that into part of the shift of more men, you know, being more uh, effeminate. I think we can can say that's in the water. We have to protect our water. We have to, the best is is water distillation. Um, And that's one thing. Then we have forever chemicals that are in the soil. Then we have terraforming that they're talking about. Um, And we have micro... (laughs) were microplastics. So that combination is destroying the farmland and their ability to produce. And then we have a great increase in infertility among women and among men. Um, The sperm content is is almost at the place it's less than 50% that it used to be since 65 and almost at the place that it's not being able to reproduce. So we are seeing uh, a definite drop in reproduction going on, okay? Uh, And with that, we're seeing uh, great increases in things like autism. Now, autism used to be like a one in a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, okay? Um, then we're looking at one in 16 to every 16 to, to 30 people. Now, some research is saying almost one out of two. So it's pretty serious. I write about my book, Conscious Parenting. The rates of autism are greatly increasing, and the rates of ill health among young children is also greatly increasing to almost almost 50% as some kind of low-grade or more serious chronic disease. Then we have the war, the gender wars, in a war on family, fathers and mothers, you know. Uh, and basically, the destruction of the family and of people's identities. Now, from a spiritual point of view, there's only one identity, which is to be one with God. But And the false identity is your gender identity. I'm a man, I'm a woman, or I'm a cow, whatever you want. Those are false identities from a spiritual point of view. But from a social point of view, we are talking about gender identities being very confused. And it's <clears throat> that's another way reproduction goes down. People are mentally confused. They don't... And it, it creates a lot of mental disturbance um, that's going on. And then they're doing, you know, gender surgery and things in, in, uh, on young people, and, and then they're affected for life. What we know is that the research kind of shows that people who, who, who have had uh, gender surgery have a 19 times more suicidal thoughts and five times more suicide rates. So this whole thing, uh, well, you know, you got to do it because your kid could be suicidal. Well, it's just this, the mental disturbance doesn't go away with, with uh, you know, having sex uh, surgery, okay? And what I'm saying is some of the research suggests it gets worse. So if we just say break even, it doesn't get worse, doesn't get better, 
you've mutilated yourself and you have lots of problems going on. And we know that these um, gender hormone changing things affects mental state and lowers IQ. And it really affects your ability to be kind of a normal person. So in, in terms of functioning mentally and physically. Um, generally speaking, innovation is being suppressed. This is all made worse by, uh, with few exceptions, a failing kind of increasingly ignorant and criminal political and ruling class. There's I've heard so many times from so many people, this has never been like this before. And then we have from individual suicide rates, which are tripled in teenage girls and more, to suicidal destruction. And then we have the financial irresponsibility that's increasing with the governments and the banks. And then we have the terraforming and agricultural poisoning, nuclear weapons. So we are having have a total synergy of uh, negative effects on human consciousness. And uh, the good thing is, is that we can turn this around. We will turn it around. It may take a year or two more. But I've noticed even the last week, a rising amount of, of people and speakers out there who are standing up finally against the, the gender confusion and all these kind of things that are happening, you know, because it's saying, wait, no, this wokeism is, is actually uh, putting people... PC is political corruption. Uh, I'll put it that way. Not politically correct, politically corrupt. Uh, and I'm going to say PC also means personal confusion. That is really increasing in the world today, and I think we're going to see it turning around as more and more people are beginning to, it's so bad, people are beginning to say, this is, this is really serious. And they're beginning to stand up against it, whereas even a year ago they said, well... Uh, it's interesting, it's not so bad, but no, it's really, if you say, if you go along with it, you're actually going along with it, you're actually supporting it indirectly. So we have this happening at many levels. So I'm going to ask Richard to come in and add some commentary. And I'm uh, waiting for Richard to come on. The data is coming out about that. People have Greater chance of getting COVID, and the more you're vaccinated, the greater chance of getting COVID. And uh, your, your sound was fading out a little bit, Gabriel. Would you repeat that last line? I'm saying vax people have a six to thirteen times greater chance of getting COVID uh, yeah. than the unvaxed. But that's the data that's coming through, and. Uh, 2020, uh, 20, there were 385,000 deaths. But a year later, there's 463,000 deaths. And, and that was once the vaccines were rolled out. You're saying from all causes? 
Yeah, but the, the total amount jumped at a big jump. Right. And that was once they started doing the 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 backs, the bioweapon injection. Then basically sixty to seventy percent of those people who got sick were vaxxed versus thirty percent of unvaxxed. Um so we're 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 saying since twenty twenty one most of the people who have died have been of COVID have been vaxxed, have received the bioweapon injection. Um and the data showing for every shot you get, there's an increased rate of uh, getting COVID. So, and and people are beginning to notice, you know, we have Memorial Day. So Memorial Day is one day where all the people have given their lives to protect the United States in war in different ways. One day. But we have a one month for Pride Week. One month uh, for Pride. And it's like, okay, is there an imbalance here? How is it that people give their lives get one day and we have one month to celebrate Pride? There's something out of balance, and that's kind of what I'm pointing out. And people are beginning to notice that. And yeah, that brings up the question if Pride is even a good quality. Yeah, well, that's another question. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a month to celebrate arrogance or something like that. But the point I'm making is, what's the emphasis in our society? People give their lives so that, you know, we can exist versus, you know, your sexual preference. Right. You know, what you brought up is... There's so many different elements, but the the term you used was synergy. These things working together and coming from a common cause. And I think uh, it also came out in, in your statement that when you started with the first one with nuclear war, you were saying the West is pushing for nuclear war and trying to avoid uh, making peace at all costs, which is true. You know, Zelensky and Biden and the EU and everybody is... Some of the crazy candidates for president, even in the U.S., are saying we have to get Ukraine to win no matter what. It's very important for freedom. In other words, you know, logic is dead. Blow up the world for freedom. And it's not really the West per se in the sense that the real West is like the real East. It's made up of people and the you know, general population that lives in the world. The people that are pushing for destruction on all these levels with all these different tools that you're talking about do not represent the general population. It's a very restricted cartel. And, and at the top, it's tiny, you know, and they've done an amazing job of organization to bring all these elements together. And it's mostly a psychological war of information and attitude and getting people to get out of touch with who they are, which has been accomplished to a great de- degree. So, in a way, the remedy at this point is to get back in touch with who we are and kind of shake off the hypnosis. And I think you're saying that's starting to happen. There's more interest in spiritual life people, more seeing 
uh, kind of a spiritual revival. We're more seeing it as a struggle between light and dark. And if you don't stand up for the light, people are beginning to see that they're actually complicit. Right. Whereas before, they didn't see that because it didn't get so bad. The other thing about the whole light and dark paradigm is that that is kind of the characteristic of duality, which is where we're living. But to get beyond it, to solve the situation and not just continue the back and forth killing like it's been going on for tens of thousands of years or more, there has to be some kind of a new understanding pushing toward unity instead of killing the other side. Right? Well, that's why, you know, a big part of my teaching is meditating, because when you meditate, you tap into the oneness and unity of all humanity. Right. And you saw the effect of that changing the mind of violent criminals in the cities where you mentioned the crime rate dropped. And my question is, all right, it worked on murderers, it worked on carjackers, it doesn't just work on meditators. Those are the ones that are sparking the change. They were causing a change in criminals. And we've got criminals running the world into suicide right now at the top level. Yes, and that's also, we, uh, on Wednesday at 7 o'clock Israel time, uh, we're doing a Peace 21 World Peace Meditation. I've been doing this since 1985. It's an equal nexus solstice. This is when the power of meditation has the biggest effect on consciousness. Dr. Burl, Burl Payne um, kind of studied this around 1985-1986 and went for four years and he found that the amount of sunspots when people were doing meditating on each equinoxial solstice dramatically dropped. And sunspots, increase in sunspots is an increase in, in social disorder. Decreases for social order. So we're saying even that meditation affects the whole solar system. So I invite people to tune in to the world, uh, to the Peace 21 meditation um, this in two days. That's the solstice, too, isn't it? The summer solstice. That's the point I'm making. And we had a big effect then. Plus, we're doing it also every Sunday which I thank you for promoting, at 6.15 together for talk and uh, visual, meditation visualization, 6, 7, 7. Because we do have the power to change this around. I'm going to go a step further. Right. Some of the research even shows that even though the DNA is disrupted by the spike protein and lipid nanoparticles, our mental state can reorganize the DNA back to normal. And we've known that since, like, uh, around the year 2000. Right. And it makes, right. Yeah. It, makes, it makes sense because every time a new human is put together in the womb of the mother, it's put together from scratch with nothing but a consciousness uh, profile to, to guide it, like a blueprint. It doesn't come from a, any kind of uh, physical elements except what's in the mother's blood. 
and that can that, there's no reason that that should go away which which brings up a whole interesting paradigm of questions you know what causes degeneration and the terrible condition that people get into before they die in this in this age there's there's something lacking you know because the body has demonstrated that it's got the ability to self repair like you just alluded to on a complete level so what causes that to gradually go away to the point where doctors and scientists now who don't really understand are saying that's normal because it's common and they never question wait a minute why is it happening you know and it's tied to the question of you're talking about if we understand that we can change what they call normal aging as well yeah but the fact is it's not normal no it's not a lot of people do it because the practices are off. A lot of people, the U.S. is, a, uh, I think, second to Mexico in overweight. Yeah. You know, people look at the tragedy of death, but in, in a lot of cases, I would say death is a radical improvement that sets people free based on their experience. But what happens to people when they say they're alive? It's really not a good experience for billions of people. And that needs to be improved, not just from COVID, but in general in life. I mean, what's normal and how can we get back to it? Right. Then you get back, I call the six foundations, you know, you eat the way to become a superconductor of the divine, which is primarily 100% vegan, at least 80% live. And you dance celebrate to build your prana or life force, service and charity, working with a spiritual teacher or a spiritual collective group, like what you have, or what I have, you know, I'm meditating as much as possible, and as much, I'm going to say, spiritual energy awakening, which is what we do when I'm looking at people showing the spiritual energy of awakening as my spiritual teachers have been told. Those all energize the system so we become a superconductor of the mind and that just keeps you empowering us. Right. And if anybody wants to contribute to that movement, the best way to do it is transform yourself, which I think we're all working on, right? That's what we're talking about. To me, we Obviously, we have this on Mondays. I'm teaching uh, spiritual nutrition Q and A, meditating. Uh, Thursdays, there's no time from five thirty to six thirty, and then from seven to eight thirty, um, alive and liberated with Dr. Gabriel. So we're we're doing a lot. We have stuff for Brazil. Hopefully, soon we'll be doing one for Germany, Europe. So we're we're trying to support people all over the world. Right. So what's the response to all of the uh, synergistic attacks that you're talking about? Well, the biggest response now is people are starting to figure out that this is a world, a well-planned synergistic attack and beginning to stand up and to wake up. We're just beginning to do that. And that includes people within the power structure. You know, one of the one of the elements of the attack that you didn't mention, which is largely psychological, is the plan for an, a fake alien invasion. 
and this has been known since the early 50s that they've been working on it. And there's this parallel development of advanced technologies that's been hidden that I think one of the best people that's been working on that is Dr. Stephen Greer. And in a reflection of what, you know, there, there was a great Greg Reese video about his work just briefly this week, but it's much bigger. And one of the reflections of the awakening that you're mentioning is that Dr. Greer actually gave a press conference in Washington, D.C. this last week, and it was incredible. I've watched It's got... Uh, what, did he, what did he have to say? I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, sorry, I didn't, couldn't quite hear you. What did he have to say? I haven't seen him for a while. Well, there's... I mean, you know, we're almost out of time here, but basically what, what he was talking about was several important issues. One is that... There is no evidence, and and he's been working on this for 33 years with documentation and incredible follow-up and cross-corroboration between witnesses that don't know each other. And he said there's no evidence at all of any hostile alien involvement with the planet or with government ever. If there was with advanced technologies, we'd probably not be here anymore. But there's a lot of evidence, very strong evidence, with physical results of interaction between friendly alien craft and, and pilots and the government. And the government's response is to kill them. And this is Wait, one of the, the aliens. Yeah. And they have uh, whistleblowers from within that uh, structure of government above presidential level who have risked their lives now to go on video and record their exact experiences with crash retrieval and things like that. It's it just outside of what people think is possible, but they've proven it and, and documented it. And Stephen Greer gave a, an exhaustive uh, summary, which lasted about three hours in Washington, of what they found, not only the evidence of nonviolent, non-hostile, pacifistic alien presence, which is far more spiritually advanced from their behavior than the humans. But the technology that has been reverse engineered from the shutdown craft and from people like Tesla has all been sequestered and suppressed, and it's being held. And compared to that, solar and wind in present form is absolutely nothing. It's completely archaic. It won't sustain the planet at all. And that's why it's being pushed by the UN and other criminal agencies. And so what he's saying is we've got a short window of opportunity here before the things that you're talking about are pushed further to uncover what's been hidden. And the only shortcoming I found in his presentation was that Stephen Greer is still a bit naive about the depth of evil running the running the government and the corporations. So he handed over this valuable testimony, 700 and some witnesses, to the U.S. government, saying that they could use it to break free. And I think what has to happen is based on a change in consciousness, the people who follow the orders of the mafias in charge of running the world have to not follow those orders and if they change their consciousness, they don't have to make it a decision. They just won't be able to do it. And we'll have that vision 
of peaceful mass non-compliance that Chris Guy and David Icke and the other people talk about. And that, that's dependent on a change in consciousness to the point where people can't go along with those orders. And whistleblowers showing up within the power structure now in great numbers on all parts of it are a really good sign that that's starting to happen. So I'm agreeing with you. So what to do, what to do is to stay positive, understand the power of the mind is the greatest power we have in the universe, and use our minds in meditation to heal ourselves and to heal the planet. That's why we're doing the Peace 21 in two days. That's why we're doing the World Peace Meditation of the week at 6.30 Israel time. We know we can do this. We just have to gather more and more people to do it. People have to put out some energy to make this happen. Right. The mind is very powerful, as you're saying. And in fact, more than people have any clue for the most part. It's an actual projector of apparent physical reality. And if that projection changes then it's different. You don't have to run up to the movie screen and try to push the characters around, which doesn't work very well. You change what's being projected onto the screen, and then things change. That's good. Well, we made our point. May everybody be blessed with that internal peace that results in an external peace with all the interactions. Amen. Amen. And thank you for attending. That was great. Thank you, good Dr. Cousins. I think I I would just make the final point in all this that, uh, you know, what's what's been brought up seems pretty dark, and it is. But people have a hesitation to look at it, and I also did the same way. Because you don't want to be destroyed, you know, there's the old stories about police detectives studying the behavior of serial killers, and they actually get into the mind of the serial killer and start feeling what they feel in an effort to predict where they're going to strike next so they can stop them. And then they go crazy and they have to have uh, mental care and things like that because they're emotionally unbalanced from the experience. And the reason for that, just briefly, it's a long discussion about um, there are different frequencies of mind. One of them is strategic analysis, where you just understand, you know, what's a serial killer going to do? What are all these uh, different elements of the attack on humanity that Dr. Cousins is talking about? How do they work? How can they be uh, counteracted? But there's another element of another faculty of mind, which is emotional. The emotions come out of the mind as well. And it's when you're looking at something that you need to analyze and understand and you project yourself into it so that you pick up the emotional frequency of it and not self-destructive. So the only way, you know, I spent decades digging into the activities of the global power structure at levels that people don't talk about. And the only way I could do that and not have this really negative effect is separate those faculties of mind so that you use strategic analysis to look at whatever you have to, no matter how dark or whatever it is. 
And at the same time, instead of putting your emotional connection into what you're analyzing and looking at, you put that instead in connection to whatever is the most inspiring, beautiful, uplifting vision that, or thought that you've got, which is like the vision of world peace that Gabriel is talking about. And you do that while you're functioning in a world that is very challenging to, to be in. And if you can separate those two, then you can deal with any kind of a darkness and it can't affect you. And it's part of waking up. So, sorry for the long Didn't mean to get too long about that. But it's really important. And when you say, be positive, you can't fake what you project. What comes out of you is what you experience and who you are in your consciousness. So connect your emotional feeding tube, you might say, to whatever is the most beautiful, inspiring, unifying, uplifting vision that you've got and leave it there no matter what goes on around you. And it actually makes you more capable of dealing with the world, not less. And uh, we can do what Gabriel is actually talking about. So we'll meet you tomorrow with the World Peace Meditation, 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern, 6.30 Israel time, p.m. And um, Planetary Healing Club as well on Saturdays where we work on this for that and for the rest of the time, what you can do with the mentality in the middle of your other work and carry it with you. So that's at uh, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern on Saturdays, and you're all welcome to that at planetaryhealingclub.com. Our other programs and all of the videos and everything are uh, accessed by going to lostartsradio.com and feedback is always welcome. Info at lostartsradio.com or Richard or Doug at lostartsradio.com. Let us hear from you. Take care of yourself. Honor yourself. You're very critically important for what's going to happen in the future. It's not somebody else. It's you. So we'll see you next time.